on July 1st, even after you can profit off name, image, and likeness. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to The Real Deal in our NILSU podcast here at LSU. My name is Taylor Jacobs, and I am so excited to talk with our special guest today, Hillary Seiler from Financial Footwork, because let's be real, this NIL era, financial literacy is so important, and I feel like one of the most common calls that we get here at LSU and one of the most common questions we get asked is, are you teaching your student-athletes about finances? And we, in fact, are through the help of Coach Hill. So, Hillary, do you want to do a little intro for the listeners? What's up? Let's go, Tigers. Um, It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I am a financial education coach, have been for the past 14 years, and my entire job is to teach athletes, both semi-pro, pro, and, of course, student athletes being where we are today, about financial education, about how money actually works, and not just the boring, let's talk financial literacy, but how does money truly work? How does it move? How do I use it? How do I build wealth? How do I protect it? How do I protect my families? And so my job is to teach all of these young people about how it actually works in a way that's relatable, that they can understand, and that they can actually use. So that's what I do. That's awesome. I love it. So Financial Footwork is the name of your program. Mm -hmm. How, I guess, did that come to be? Did you start NFL? Did you start, like, what area did you start? How did you get going? And then let's talk a little bit more about the program. Yeah, so I um, I actually got started in this space because I had some friends at Oregon State University that were football players. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I was in school in 2005 to 2009, so a while ago, we didn't have NIL. Mm-hmm. And my friends were um, on the football team and they were getting scholarship money. And I actually was not in a good place financially. My mom was incredibly sick, um, so much so that I was trying to send money home and I was working a full-time job and taking 20 credits a quarter, which is a huge load. I wasn't really sleeping and I was trying to pay my bills and trying to help. Uh, and one of my football friends noticed that my fridge was empty. Mm-hmm. He came over one night and we were playing Call of Duty <laughs> and, uh, you know, college students, what we do. Um, and he said, hey, where's your food? And I, I kind of looked at him and I was like, uh, well, I was like, I have some bread and some peanut butter. And he's like, that's not food. And I said, well, it's all I can afford right now. Uh, and the next day I came home and I had come home from work. It was about 11 o'clock at night. It was a Saturday. Um, it was not during football season. It was March or April. And I came home and they were on my couch yet again, playing Call of Duty. And um, we lived next door to each other. And I opened my fridge and it was completely full. Oh, wow. And I was like, what did you guys do? And they're like, well, we pulled our scholarship money and we bought you about 75 bucks worth of food to get you through the rest of the month. And of course I broke down crying because they also knew my mom. They knew how sick she was. My mom was a huge Oregon State fan. She loved the guys. We were all neighbors, we were all friends. These are my friends, right? They weren't mm-hmm. really football players to me. And um, they saved my life. And so uh, nine of them were drafted to the NFL. And one of the, the gentlemen that were, went um, free agent was my best friend. And so he called me during his NFL journey and said, I don't know how to do this. We we were both finance majors, but he knew I came from a finance family. So he didn't know how to take a signing bonus or buy a car, get a credit card. And so I saw this really big gap. And I went to my dad and I said, you know, I feel like this is something that needs to be taught. And in 2009, financial literacy wasn't even a word. It wasn't, nobody talked about it. Mm -hmm. And so I started working with NFL teams. And in um, 2017, my company was born. And I started working with the Miami Dolphins. Shout out Caleb Thornhill at the Miami Dolphins. He gave me my first shot and uh, with a full team, not just individual players. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we are 12 teams strong with the NFL. We've got players across all major sports. um, And then, of course, universities and some corporate clients. So we just 
my team, myself, love finance, and that's how Financial Footwork was born. That's incredible. And I got chills from that story. I did not know that story, everyone. That I mean, I knew Hillary's background, and we've seen her speak to some of our teams on like one-offs before this, I guess, true partnership was really born. But I did not know that story. And there's a piece of me that's holding back tears right now. That is so cool. Um, and honestly speaks to so much about our student-athletes. Like I really do feel our student-athletes are such great people and truly want to do what is right, what is best. And that is why we have truly decided to invest in this financial literacy partnership. I mean, NIL, it completely changed. I mean, I was a college athlete. We did not have NIL. (laughs) I had to go from a walk-on status to then earning a scholarship, learning how to navigate that money. And then you add NIL on top of that for this generation. How do you see that NIL has changed, I guess, the financial literacy approach? Oh, it absolutely has changed everything about it. Um, I was used to getting rookies in the NFL that had never seen more than a scholarship check, and now you've got 18-year-olds making millions Mm -hmm. and uh, without any kind of education. So I've always said, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. We can't ever get angry with the rookie in the NFL that blows a million dollars because if you don't know how to handle $1,000, how do you handle a million dollars? Right? Fair. And so if we don't teach them the basics, which nobody teaches in school, there are some programs coming out now that are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Your Money Vehicle is one of those that is going into uh, high schools around the country right now, and it's a phenomenal program. And what that does is it sets a foundation. But you can only learn theory for so long before you have to implement it. And what these young student athletes, especially here at LSU, are experiencing is in real time having to learn how to manage money. Mm-hmm. And not just small peanuts. They're, they're managing more money than people coming out of college mm-hmm. are making in a salaried position. Yep. So how do they do that? And one of the big pieces of it is they're not also paid a W-2. Mm-hmm. They're technically self-employed. They're getting what's called a 1099. So instead of making a $40,000 salary and the employer withholds your taxes and all that stuff, they're just getting a lump sum check. Right. And they've got to figure out, okay, how much do I set aside for taxes? How much do I pay my marketing agent? How much do I actually have to live off of? without any knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so NIL has completely revamped how how and when we teach finance and we have to approach it as if they're all businesses, not as if they're all W2 employees at a company mm-hmm. because they're all businesses now. Mm-hmm. And that did not exist three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we're getting into this space, you still have to start with the foundation, the fundamentals of finance. How mm-hmm. do you budget? How do you save? What does credit look like? What are the basis of taxes? If you don't have a good foundation of understanding how all of that tears up to build your financial house, call it the financial house, right? Mm -hmm. You have to build your financial house. Everything around that is wealth building, but we can't get to that unless we know the foundation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people want to skip that step. Mm -hmm. And what you guys are doing is filling the gap. You're going Mm -hmm. from no knowledge whatsoever, filling in everything in between that and investments. And that's what's changed in the NIL space. It didn't exist three years ago, so we're playing catch up so Mm -hmm. to speak, in a space that's never been tapped before. Right. And I think some things that, you know, outsiders may not understand is pre-NIL, financial literacy education, we would probably bring our financial literacy partner onto campus once or twice a semester to do your general overview and managing your scholarship and all of that. We've now enhanced, you're coming on campus six times this year. So Hillary will be with our student athletes in person six times to meet team by team, answer questions. She's available for individual sessions. Like we have enhanced this dramatically because we want our athletes to be able to ask the questions. And we started group sessions last night and it was 
incredible. I haven't been to one yet. I'm going tonight, but I heard it was insane. (laughs) We had a really good time last night. Um, This is my first introduction to most of your student athletes. I've worked with the football team in the past. Shout out to the football team. Love those guys. Um, Great, great group of dudes. Uh, But last night we, we worked with three teams and the common consensus was they were excited to learn. They mm-hmm. wanted to know. They mm-hmm. asked a ton of questions. They wanted to stay longer. Mm-hmm. How often do you have a student that wants to stay longer? Mm-hmm. And every group wasn't ready to leave. There mm-hmm. wasn't a single group that was like, all right, we're just itching to get out of here. Every group was like, well, we have more questions. I was like, hey, guys, we don't have time um, because we got to hit other teams. And that shows me that the need is there, the want is there, and mm-hmm. that there is interest in learning about this because mm-hmm. they understand how important it is. And the fact that the resources are being provided by LSU for them to get that access unparalleled because a lot of a lot of universities don't provide it or can't provide it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a university as prestigious as this one, especially in all of your sports, you not only have this fabulous athletics department and this fabulous reputation within sports, but your student athletes live up to it. Mm -hmm. And that's what's cool about working here is I walk into every room and there isn't a single athlete in there that doesn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. That is powerful. And in my opinion, shows the culture you guys have built here. Well, again, I think it just goes back to that intentional education, right? When NIL first started, we were super intentional about what are we going to educate on? Let's listen to the student athletes feedback. For example, you mentioned student athletes not understanding that what they had to withhold for taxes. Well, that's a piece of feedback we took. And when we built out our app that we just launched, it has the finances tab in it now that tracks their total earnings and gives them an estimate of what they should think about withholding. Because right when I see a number that says I should be saving around this, I'm more likely to save that than I am just to guess. And I probably had no idea what I should have been withholding. And so being intentional, listening to our student athletes, getting their feedback has been important. And then I think when they get into those sessions, they're now so much more engaged because they're like, this is what I needed. You know, they wanted this time with you and they wanted to have conversations about their money and their taxes and what to do in these next steps. And that's, that's what we wanted to give them. And I think that's exactly what you did. And also learning about finance People think it's so personal, it's so private. And what I love about our group sessions with each individual team is when you're with a team, whether it's girls softball, men's basketball, whoever it is, you know those, those guys or gals really well. Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's your group, right? So you can have open, candid conversations. And one person in that room might not speak up. One person in that room might be too shy to say something to someone new like me. But mm-hmm. someone else in the room is going to ask the question, and they're going to learn from that question. And last night, what ended up happening, which I thought was amazing, was that the questions started flowing and people that I didn't think were going to open up did. And then when I left, I heard the conversations as they were leaving Mm -hmm. and as they were leaving the room and they were talking to each other and they were engaging with each, with each other and talking about what it really means to be financially fit and how do I do this? And Hey, what are you going to do tonight? Are you going to fix your passwords tonight? Hey, what's your budget look like? How Mm -hmm. much are you spending? What's Mm -hmm. your burn rate? They were asking each other the questions. That to me is where we shift the narrative on financial literacy from a, well, we should just offer it because we need to offer it to the student athletes need it. Mm -hmm. They want it and they're engaging with it. And that's where the difference is going to be made. And my hope is that over the course of this year, we can gather enough information from our active athletes to hone the program even more, Mm -hmm. make it just that much better. Uh, The NIL app you guys have, most schools don't have it. It's amazing. The fact that they can see in real time, Mm -hmm. I made this much money. I really should save about this much. Those types of tools are invaluable. And so as we're building these programs and adapting to what is now a crazy NIL world that's crazy, so new, (laughs) so new, people have to remember it's 
schools are learning it as we go too. Oh yeah. I'm as a financial educator, I'm learning it because the rules keep shifting, legislation keeps shifting. Yep. And the federal government's talking about passing a new NIL law. Mm -hmm. So as those occur, we're going to have to again shift. And so the fact that you guys have been so agile and so quick, your student athletes are benefiting from that. And I, and I really think that you're going to see it and, and society is going to see it manifest over the next year or two into something really great because they, the athletes care. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, this is one of the, the positive things about NIL, right? A lot of people will harp on negatives about NIL. I tend to be one that leans to the positives since I <laughs> stay, live in this space all the time. But one of the positive things is our athletes being exposed to this conversation at so much earlier um, so much more. I mean, just being able to meet with you and ask the questions and have these conversations. I wish I would have had that more in depth before I graduated, not to say, you know, I did have education and I, I felt somewhat prepared, but listening to some of your sessions now, I'm even as a 33 year old sitting here going, Hmm, maybe I should go relook at my passwords or maybe I should think about my budget and what are we spending? And we're about to bring a new baby into the world. These are all things that are applicable. And to that point, we're even offering a session to the staff yes. because we want everyone to feel confident in their finances and to feel comfortable and to understand that. And I want our staff to see a snippet of what our student athletes are getting, right? Like, we want everyone to feel that they're receiving the same education. So you met with the staff this morning. Did. How did that go? Oh, the staff was great. So the nice thing about being able to provide a consistent message for everyone, staff, students alike, is that when everyone gets a similar concept, it's going to be applied a little differently. Like you said, you're bringing a baby into the world. Most of our student athletes are not doing that. But we are still Fair. going to talk about budgeting. Right. And the fundamentals of it being the same. Mm -hmm. And I think having the staff have the same message as the student athletes allows the conversation to continue mm -hmm. when I leave. Mm -hmm. It allows the conversation to grow when I leave. And then when I come back and I get to see everyone again, new questions have formed. Mm -hmm. And that's really, I think, key for anyone who wants to learn anything mm -hmm. is if the conversation stops, you don't keep learning. Mm -hmm. Just like if you stop using a second language, you lose it. Same concept. Mm -hmm. With money, it's a constant conversation. And the fact that LSU's given the staff the opportunity to get involved with this makes the program that much more robust, and it also impacts more lives. Mm -hmm. And to think, most of the athletes here won't go pro. Yep. But everything that we're talking about in these sessions will follow them for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. This is a skill that they will never lose. It's a skill that they will always use. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you guys are providing them, knowing that 95% of your athletes are not going to become a pro athlete. Mm -hmm. So that in and, of itself, in, an, in and of itself speaks to the power of the program and what you want your student athletes to have over and above just, oh, we're going to teach financial literacy. No, you guys have built something for the athletes that allows them to actually really, truly learn how to manage their money. And that I think is the most powerful part and something I was so excited to get involved in. Well, we are excited that you're here for sure. I know, as I mentioned, I didn't make it to the session last night, but I'm going tonight and I'm super pumped because I know I'm going to walk away with new knowledge. Our athletes are. And like we said, we just like to be able to pour into our athletes. But okay, this is a question I ask on a lot of the podcasts. With NIL, what do you think is the biggest piece of advice you would leave with a student athlete who's engaging in the space? That's a great question. And my answer would be, it's going to sound simple, but it's not. Bring awareness to your money. Mm. Bring awareness to your money. 
It's not going to be budgeting. It's not going to be credit. It's not going to be hiring the right marketing manager. It's going to it's going to be you putting two eyes on your money at all times. And that means if you don't know something, you ask. Mm -hmm. That means if you're unsure of what you should be saving for taxes, you use the resources given to you. So awareness trumps a lot of the problems that we have mm -hmm. with money. It really stops in its tracks a lot of the mistakes that can be made. Mm -hmm. And if we stop, take a pause and bring that awareness to our money, to NIL, to our contracts, and we start asking questions before we sign on that dotted line, mm -hmm. that can change the money game. So for all of our student athletes out there, just bring awareness. Bring awareness to your money. If you don't know, ask. Because the most important thing you can do is to protect the wealth that you're building at this young age. Yeah, that's awesome. And when she says ask, there's a lot of people that they can ask, right? Oh, yeah. You're asking us as the staff here. You're asking Hillary as our financial consultant. You're asking the company that you're engaging with on the NIL deal. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's something we always tell our student athletes. This is your opportunity, your deal, your transaction, and ultimately your brand and business that you are representing. So ask the questions, make sure you've crossed all your T's, dotted all your I's, and you know truly feel confident entering into the deal in the space. And then when you receive that payment, you feel much better down the road for sure. There's never too many questions. And I, I would ask it of everyone I'm working with. If you don't know, ask a coach. If you don't know, use the NIL resources here. Uh, the app in and of itself that you guys have for your athletes is a, an absolute godsend of a tool. The, they can go in there and look for anything. And if they can't mm -hmm. find an answer, there's a resource for them to reach. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the resources are so easy to find, they're mm -hmm. readily available, that makes being aware so much simpler. And it's going to change the money game for the athletes here. Yep, for sure. And, you know, there's a lot going on, as Hillary mentioned earlier, changing in the NIL space. I imagine that we will see probably several more changes, <laughs> maybe even by the time you come back yeah, in November. A good chance. <laughs> I'm sure we will be experiencing something. But um, to Hillary's point, our state law in the state of Louisiana, it actually does require a certain amount of education within the financial literacy time management space, which again is why, you know, we were really intentional about making sure our athletes were getting the resources they need. So I could see that as being something that is introduced across the nation, you know, that educational requirement. And the more student athletes I talk to from both LSU and other institutions, that's the biggest piece of feedback is we don't get as much education. And so asking the institutions to educate, I think will be helpful. But knowing that we've got you, we're out in front, we're super excited. And it's, I mean, we're only on visit one technically. So yeah. we've got so much more to go. There's, we've got a lot to do. We've got, we do have, <laughs> we have a, lot a lot to, to do. do. It's going to be a really good, it's going to be a really good school year. It is. I'm excited about it for sure. I am. Well, Hillary, I'm so glad that you're with us today and just excited that our listeners got to hear a little bit more about what we're doing here who you are, your program, your platform, because I do, I think it's important. You know, there's so many eyes on LSU. There's so yes. many eyes on NIL. There's a lot going on. And, and it's important that everyone understands we are educating our athletes. We are teaching them about their money. We're teaching them about finances and we want them to be successful in the space. So we're glad you're here. Thanks for having me. And I'm excited to see what happens. I'm sure we'll be checking back in with everybody at the end of the season, at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. I feel like maybe on the next podcast, we'll bring an athlete or two on to Let's talk do about it. their sessions with you, right? Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Live feedback from the student athletes <laughs> coming your way. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in today to The Real Deal and stay tuned for more coming up soon.